We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Just do it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. Come on in. Come one, come all. Guess what we're going to do, folks? You guessed it. Sports Talk Radio. We're going to talk about the sports for the next five hours. You got me, Keith McPherson, rocking with you till 12 midnight. We're going to talk NFL. We're going to start there. Jets and Giants. Playoffs. 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 We're going to talk about the Knicks and the Nets, but... It's not really moving the needle just yet. It's not Christmas, so the NBA conversations haven't heated up. The baseball offseason in New York, I mean, it might as well be the regular season as much as we talk about the Mets, the Yankees. We're obviously going to do that tonight. Let's go. Taking all calls. I have zero guests lined up. Paulie behind the glass will host the show with me. He'll chime in, but hey, I think I told you all a while ago, I'm tired of asking for favors. Tired of texting people, calling people like, hey, can you come on my show? I got it. It's been over a year now, and I look at these five-hour shows like a hangout. Bunch of sports fans talking sports for five hours. It's not a long time. There's breaks in between, and there's plenty to talk about. Last night, I was on really early this morning I was on. You know how, you know, you start at night and then it rolls into the next day I was on last night very early 2 a.m uh like 12 to 2 a.m and I had a show for two hours early Tuesday and uh if you listen then you'll hear some of what I did last night in this show today starting with the Jets and the Giants they're dead teams walking I'm not trying to be mean I'm not trying to be nasty about it I'm being realistic about it Playoffs, they're not playoff teams. I don't want to see them in the playoffs. Now, I understand that the coaches, the players, they should be fighting for their spot in the playoffs, right? They should be trying to make the most out of these last few games to get into the playoffs. They can't accept that this is a rebuild year and they're going to come up short. They have to try and they have to say all the right things. But for the fans... I think this is the week that we all understand, like, hey, the percentages are low. It's going to take a lot. The odds aren't necessarily in their favor. Now, on the Jets' side, I I figure we start there. 
you know, this isn't a receipts thing. Uh, I had people tweeting at me last night, like, I'm going to bookmark this. I'm going to save this. Save it. This is recorded. This is podcasted. I- I'll tweet it out. I'm going on record again. I don't think these teams make the playoffs. Looking at the records that they have, looking at the situation they're in, the talent or lack thereof that they have, who they have to face, the road ahead, and the other teams around them, I think they fall out. But I'm telling you, that's okay. That's okay. And Derek Jeter once said, the worst phrase in sports is next year. You'll get them next year. We'll do it next year. You know, that's 12 months away. Yeah, it is. But for New York football, they're ahead of schedule. This rebuild on both sides, they overachieved. If they come up short, it's going to be disappointing, yes. But all is not lost. If you lose out, that draft pick, you guys might have two top 20 draft picks. There's some needs. If you come up short, it's motivation for next year. Young guys on both teams. There's so many different things that to look at. With the, with the Jets, them losing those games, like I came on last night after the Patriots beat the Cardinals, and that's why I said, oh, it's a wrap. They lost two games to the Patriots, and Zach Wilson played those games. And I know there's a lot of Mike White hype right now, but imagine if Mike White played that last game. The defense, we understand, is elite, right? The Jets' defense, the Jets' defense, that's all we hear about, the Jets' defense. We know they almost held the Bills scoreless through the first half on the road, but it's a third of the game. You can lose a game on special teams, a punt return, with the final seconds can lose you a game. You can lose a game on offense, being in the red zone, not being able to score, marching down the field and fumbling the ball. For the Jets this year, like I said, this is not a receipts thing, folks. I don't care if you save or bookmark any of this. I don't care if you're mad. I don't care if you call up. That's the whole point of this. Call me up and tell me why the Jets are going to make the playoffs. This is not a hot take. This is not a crazy prediction anymore. I don't see them winning three out of four games the rest of the way. The Lions won their last two. They're hot right now. They're fighting for the playoffs. The uh, Jamal Adams Bowl is coming up against the Seahawks. I just, I don't see it, man. I don't see it. You got to go off of what you see, right? And it's week to week in the NFL. Mike White is a warrior. We understand all that. He took some hits and, you know, he got up from it. He came back in the game. But from what I see, he's kind of mid, bros. I I know some of you want to put him as the 10-year franchise quarterback of the Jets. No, Garrett Wilson deserves better. He's good for right now, and he's good because you're comparing him to Zach Wilson. Well, The whole thing about this season for the Jets was finding out who Zach Wilson was, and they found out he's inactive. He's not even dressing for the game after being benched. So that tells you everything you need to know. Maybe if they made a decision sooner to go to Mike White, they'd be in a different position. Are they going to beat Trevor Lawrence? I don't know. That goes back to my thoughts about losing games. And I know it's a loser mentality. You're not supposed to want to lose games. But we're fans. We don't play. We're we're just talking about it. They've got the Lions coming up Sunday. I think that's a loss. The Jaguars coming up next Thursday. The Jaguars have been hot. They should have had Trevor Lawrence and not Zach Wilson. But they beat the Rams a couple years back trying to win every game and They fell out of the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. They had to pivot to Zach Wilson. I already mentioned the Jamal Adams Bowl. I don't know if they go 
to uh, Washington and beat the Seahawks, who are fighting for their own playoff lives. And then the last game is in Miami against the Dolphins. The Dolphins are in the hunt. They're going to be fighting to win that game as well. So we'll talk about it, man. I just look at the Jets like they're a young team. Next year, AVT will be back. Next year, Brees Hall will be back. Right now, you're relying on Bam Knight and Michael Carter in the backfield. They've got weapons. Wilson, Mims, Moore, Berrios, Davis, Conklin, whoever. But Mike White is not really hes not really one of these quarterbacks that you're going to see take the team to new heights. He's going to throw some passes that look good. He's going to complete some passes. He's going to be tough, yeah. But are they scoring? Are they getting in the end zone? That's what you need to win. That's the difference in the game. I, and I, I hear Jets fans tell me, oh, they, they fought hard these last two weeks. They lost to two top teams. Uh, two 10-win teams in the Bills and the Vikings. Yeah, but they should have beat those teams. They were right in those games. Mike White has beaten the Bears. That does nothing for me. That's all I can look at as the current quarterback of the Jets. He beat the Bears with Trevor Simeon, and now I'm supposed to believe that he's going to run the table after he got rocked last week. Can they protect him? Can this offensive line protect him, which has been not that great all year? They've had injuries and a bunch of things. I mean, Makai Becton will be back next year. Eyes on 2023 for the Jets, in my opinion, and the Giants. The Giants have turned back into a pumpkin. They are what we thought they were. And please look at the Giants and look at them as a team after the bye week as who they currently are right now. That team before the bye week surprised some people. That team was tough, gritty, mistake-free, stole games. But since that bye and since they lost Xavier McKinney, Man, they beat the Texans, and that wasn't a blowout. That's a game that they should have smoked the Texans at home. They lost 31-18 to the Lions. They lost on Thanksgiving to the Cowboys. They tied. They tied the Commanders at home. A draw. A World Cup finish. (laughs) And then they got smoked by the Eagles last week, and now they are in the playoffs. On Sunday Night Football, that's a playoff game. Commanders will host the Giants at FedEx Field, and they're well-rested. They just came off a bye week. And their last opponent was the Giants. They're ready to go. They're fighting for a playoff spot, and they very well might take the Giants' spot. The Giants then have to go to Minnesota and face the Vikings, then host the host the Colts, and then play the Eagles. I mean, it's just not looking that great for New York football, and that's okay. Tonight, call me up if you think differently. Call me up if you've got eyes on the future. There's a lot of future things to talk, and I know we don't got to get into them tonight. You know, it's week 15. We've got the whole offseason for that. But I'm just looking at the Jets and the Giants like these were never supposed to be playoff teams and they're about to fall out of it. It's okay. We'll talk through it tonight. Jets, Giants will probably be the main topics because it's Tuesday. We can still look back to Sunday. I'm on tomorrow night, same time, 7 to 12, where we'll probably get into more NBA or maybe look ahead to week 15. But I also do want to talk about the Mets and the Yankees. Let's start with the Yankees because I was told today there would be an offer out there for Carlos Rodon. I haven't seen it. It has been reported that the preferred destination for Carlos Rodon, a Scott Boris client, is New York, the Yankees. They're reporting that he wants a seven-year deal around $200 million. He's 30. Are the Yankees going to give him $28.5 a year? I don't know. I have some clips that I want you to hear uh, Carlos Rodon speak, you know, and I have some other things that I want to bring to the table. I mean... Today, the Giants, the San Francisco Giants, the team he last played for, they signed Ross Stripling. So I think they're out on him. 
Why? They have six starters. Ross Stripling, Alex Cobb, Logan Webb, Sean Manaya. they also acquired, Anthony Descofani, and Alex Wood. He's not going back there. They're saying that the St. Louis Cardinals are in on Carlos Rodon. They're saying that the Twins are in on Carlos Rodon. If he wants to be a Yankee and the Yankees want him, what's taking so long? I had hoped that by the time I got on at 7 p.m., there would at least be details to an offer out there. We heard rumors of Fernando Tatis Jr. last week. We heard rumors of Carlos Correa, another Boris client. It's all nonsense, right? What happened to something big? The Yankees are working on something big. Was that Aaron Judge? 6'7", 270? Signing Aaron Judge didn't improve the team. If you actually think about it, they had to do that just to keep the team where it was. But is Aaron Judge hitting 62 home runs in 2023? I would bet against it. Is Aaron Judge going to have 131 RBI? I would bet against it. So re-signing Aaron Judge didn't improve the team. Yes, it was a lot of money spent. But this team still needs other bats. This lineup has to change. And as time goes on, free agents are getting claimed up. And... Trades are happening. Like, if you saw the Braves made a trade to get Sean Murphy, a three-team trade, we'll talk about that tonight. Other teams are getting better. Other teams that were in the postseason are making the push to get better. Even teams in the division. The Blue Jays got Kevin Kiermeyer, Chris Bassett. The Red Sox lose Xander Bogarts, but they signed Matsusaka Yoshida, Kenley Jansen. They're making moves. I cannot wait on Brian Cashman. Hello, Cashman. Wherever you are, your brand new contract. We're waiting on you to do something here, bro. Because all the little birdies said Hal got the judge deal done. So when's Cashman going to work his magic? Oh, I know. I've seen this episode before. He's going to wait until February, until spring training, and hit the clearance rack. Go to the bargain bin. Wheel and deal. Pick up some guys like, I don't know, Marwin Gonzalez or Justin Wilson or Darren O'Day, like we've seen in the past. Even our platinum glove catcher, he made that trade for Jose Trevino in spring training. So I'm trying to practice patience. I really am with the Yankees. But there's so many holes on this team and things they need to do. And it's tough as a Yankees fan being in New York because Moneybag Co. and the Make It Happen Mets, they do whatever they want out here. There is no Steve Cohen tax, luxury tax. He's made of money. It's Christmas time. You can't, you can't find a better Santa Claus. He's the best owner in sports. In this short amount of time that he's owned the Mets, look at what he's done. Look at the amount of money he's spending, the amount of talent he's bringing in. He's literally trying to make it happen, and I can't hate on that. Verlander, Quintana, Kodai Senga I talked about last night. I'm a big Masahiro Tanaka fan. We'll talk about Kodai Senga and Masahiro Tanaka's connection tonight. He might be the next Masahiro-type in New York. I got to go see him pitch. I mean, right now they're saying that the Mets are working on trading Carlos, Carlos Carrasco to get a younger arm. But you, if you're a Mets fan, you got to be smiling with where you are as a Mets fan. I heard Chris say something along the lines of, you know, Mets fans always looked at the Yankees like, oh, they buy their championships. I'd never want it that way. Of course you would. Now, the next step for the Mets is to win a championship. But so far, so good as far as the Steve Cohen era and absolutely going for it. Call me up, 877-337-6666. No hoops on tonight. There's some puck on. We'll talk about the Knicks. They're back on the floor tomorrow looking for five wins in a row. The Nets are off till Friday, but they're also on a four-game win streak looking for five wins in a row. 
It's the most wonderful time. Keep McPherson on the fan. Call me up. I'll be right back. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.